Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC Network, the name of the network that I believe the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out it stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning our glorious Wheel of Shame, which has only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying. Hello, Kate. Hello. All right, guys. So just so you know, we spent the past like three hours, <laughs> I swear to God, recording the episode of 90 Day before the 90 Day Fiance. So I listen, I apologize. I've had a vodka, all right? There's been some vodka. It's been a tough, tough weekend. I would tell you, we are currently recording this on a Tuesday. You're listening to this on a Wednesday. And usually we record this um, and our 90 day episode on a Monday evening. However, um, my very, very dearest friend has been suffering a loss over the weekend. So I have been with them and Kate has been very, very kind and sending her love and also um, accommodating us to re-record today on a Tuesday. So um, I do just want to dedicate this episode to our darling Kitty and Kayla and just say that we love you so much and we wish you um, so much beauty in your transition into the next realm um but we have definitely i've been with my friend over the weekend just easing um her cat into the next 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 realm um and as anybody knows that's listening to this you know how how hard that is so i said to kate we can't you know i'm not going to be able to record on monday so we're recording now on tuesday and we literally went in and we were like okay so 
like Monday, we're going to record our 90 day. We record our wheel of shame. But I do think due to the vodka, due to the stress, okay, I'm just going to do due to the stress. We spent an hour and a half recording our last episode. So I, I like go back and listen to it. That's it's just what you're going to get. Well, I apologize. First, we spent an hour and a half just talking. It was, it like was not recording and just it like delicious having a great catch-up and then we spend an hour and a half or two hours recording. because because guys you've got to understand Kay and I were able to talk all the time when she was in LA yeah. but you've got to remember I'm in LA Kay is in Austin she has a job I have a job we record two three times a week so yeah. we are very regimented but tonight we were just like People, our loved ones are dying. We have vodka. We need to just sit and catch up. Like, that's what life is about. So Kate and I did spend a lot of time just catching up, and it was beautiful. So here we are. But here we are. We will never forget the pod. Never forget the pod. Um, So I do want to just give our apologies, and I do want to dedicate this episode to Kitty. Um, And I want to say that um, and Kate has been so supportive with Kayla and with Kitty as well. So thank you. Um, I do want to say that it was interesting, you know, when you're going through kind of a a trauma or a loss or something, there are times that you just want to be distracted, right? So my friend that I'm dealing with with this, um, she said, I need distraction. I need to watch shitty TV. And, to watch... and I said, well, I have an entire podcast about shitty TV. You came to the right bitch. Woo! But she also said, I don't want to watch any of TLC. And I was like, whoa, okay, okay. So what we did is we went movies. Kate, I have discovered the perfect storm i've discovered twister i've discovered deep blue sea and i've discovered the meg and i can tell you i am madly in love with all of them twister iconic okay it's these movies of the like it was 99 it was like 99 was the golden era for storm and weather related and shark related films outstanding kate outstanding we're running from something and we look good doing it and we're falling in love at the same time god it's beautiful god it's beautiful wait you like the meg i've heard that's really good (gasps) i've never seen it so here's my deal kate i think i've discussed and our listeners will concur i've had many an episode where i've discussed my love for uh (laughs) Fast and Furious. So I, you know, I am a big fan of how did this get made uh, with Jean Diane and Paul and and Paul Shear and um, uh, Jason Manzoukas, who my friend is encouraging me to find out, uh, seek out and sleep with. So guys, if anyone has any any connections with Jason Manzoukas, let me know because my friend is like, I'm in a relationship, I can't sleep with them. I really want to have sex with them. So can you? And I'm like, I'll offer myself as that sacrifice any day. <laughs> Any day. Um, but I've been listening to a lot of how this get made. And when they started talking about the Fast and Furious, I've, I've said this before in previous episodes, me and my friends started watching them and I had no understanding of how epic we see Vin Diesel. We see The Rock. We see them going Fast and Furious. So I'm obsessed. 
obsessed with Fast and Furious. And then you see Jason Statham. Then we go to the Meg, which is all Chinese owned. It's so bizarre. It's all it's all funded by the Chinese government. So this film you're watching is like it's an American cheesy. No, it's actually Chinese. I know I'm obsessed with all of it. So we were doing it all this weekend. Just Did for you... distraction. Okay. Speaking of Vin Diesel, your love. love. Did you know, are you aware that Mattel Films, who obviously just released Barbie, which has is monoculture at this point. It's everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. Right. They have like 40 movies in the can. They've already announced like 17 of them. They're going to make live action movies for all their toys and Vin Diesel is going to be, you know, that like Rock'em Sock'em, like boxing toy. Vin I Diesel don't... is going to be attached to that one. There's also going to oh, be like I an A24 to... style Barney movie. Not A24. Gonna... No. I mean, they're making, they're making Lena Dunham is directing a Polly Let's Pocket movie. About... No, I will, talk... I will correct you on that. Lena Dunham went ahead and wanted to jump on the bandwagon. A Barbie, right? And she wanted to do Polly Pocket, and as Polly Pocket is a massive, it's a namesake of me. My name is Pauline, but I was brought up as Polly. And um, my mum would say, when she was good, she was very, very good. But when she was bad, she was awful. And that's Polly. That was that was <laughs> like it was. That's what she would always say. So I was always known as Polly and Polly Pocket. Um, Lena Dunham has came, come, tried to get into it, and she's been blacklisted as she should because Lena Dunham is terrible. I'm just going to go out and say that I do not like her. I think she's a terrible human being. Um, but let's whatever we decide on that, we decide. But no, she's tried Polly Pocket, but that has been nixed. She's oh, not, okay. No, she's okay. not doing it. So she's if not anyone should, it, but... if anyone should do Polly Pocket, I should do Polly Pocket. How, what style would you do the Polly Pocket movie? What would the storyline be with that? What's the I haven't angle? watched Barbie. I haven't watched Barbie, so I, I'm going this weekend to watch Barbie. I don't really know her. I think with Polly Pocket, I was so... I would go 90s. Like, I would really turn it around and have the genre of me growing up in the 90s with Polly Pockets. I loved opening them up and the little, and that I loved it all so much. I wouldn't yeah. kind of live in the realm of Polly Pocket. I'd live in the realm of the 90s girls that had Polly Pockets. Oh, and sort of their lives yeah. playing with the Polly Pockets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. I'd like that. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. They're pumping out all these movies. It's a cash grab. But yeah, Vin Diesel is attached to one of them. So we'll have to see that. Whatever he does with gold. that monitor. It's, it's gold. It's pure platinum. We're at pure platinum with him. <laughs> I just need Jason Statham to come in and go, <sighs> that's all I need. I need that English. <sighs> Family. Um, all right, so we are going to go, guys, into what the wheel of shame chose for us last week. Also, I will just let you know that my town is being overrun with Taylor Swift people. So, Kayla, I'm just gonna say one, um, Kayla, Kate, <laughs> I'm just gonna say one thing to you very, very quickly. Taylor Swift is an extraordinarily talented woman, extraordinarily talented. She has created music and played 
instruments since she was a child. She has fought her way. She's done unbelievable. But I still don't get it. And I just want to know where you are with it. I've never been that much of a fan. She has a few songs that I like to, you know, if they're playing, I'll kind of bop out to them. But I don't get it. Get the craze. I don't. I don't get it either. This entire town of Los Angeles is riddled. Every hotel, every sidewalk is girls walking around, grown women in their 40s and 50s with the friendship bracelets, with I'm going to go and see Tay Swift. It's wonderful and it's great, but... I, I don't just, care. Yeah. I'm yeah, the same. I'm the same. I can't understand it. All oh, right. Wait, yeah. we have one more thing. I just forced you to watch the season preview for the, I think it's what, season five, the new season of Welcome to Plathville. Thoughts? I kind of want to watch it. It looks entertaining. And it's wild um, how different okay. they are now. Kate, you sent this to me while we were on a break from recording. And Plathville, Kate and I watched it due to it being on the Wheel of Shame. Yeah. I believe. And it was this, I got extremely irritated because they, that one of them spoke so quietly that I could never understand what they were saying. But anyways, essentially a big family. It was kind of Duggar-esque. It was that genre of TLC where they had big families, Christian values, lived on a farm, blah, 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 no TV, no whatever. And we saw them all grow up. And I think they had a series for four or five years where they were paid money. The family, um, they then moved into a massive house as they always do. You see this with when they get the TLC money and you were like, you know, the family was kind of rupturing and that the older children were like, this is not what I want to live with. I want to go explore the world. And this is all what mom and dad have said, but mom and dad were so tight and everything. Then strike to pandemic, the mother gets a DUI, the mother's divorcing the father. These are like fundamental Christians. Then we see her opening a dance studio, the mother, the mother has a new boyfriend insane world and kate sends me this trailer and it's this whole new world of these children that have been thrown out into the real world with no clue of how to exist and these mother this mother and father and this mother who essentially was always wanting a normal life of having friends and drinking and partying and never probably wanted to be a mother to be really really fair about it all yeah wanted to live a life she said she was a rebel she would dance in 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 go-go dancing and nightclubs and do all this shit and then she met a man that said no this is the way of god and this is how you need to live and she ended up having seven kids and that's not what she wanted and she divorced him and now she's getting tattoos and dating different men kate insane it's a lot going on and then micah and his wife have all the like they i think didn't say they went to europe or something and then they come they come back no one's talking to them she apparently is telling the media and everything that the mom stole his credit card it's like a mess it looks like a mess i'm like and then her brother died as well it's like this horrific mess up of a family and you are presented like it's like the duggars you're presented with this idyllic version of what we want for family. And we all desire it. Trust me, I would love to have had that. As a mum and dad, six kids, and we all got on and we lived in this idyllic farm and it's all beautiful. But the realization is that 
that doesn't work. You can't hide children from reality. You can't hide children from mobile phones and music and pop culture. You you can't hide them. Because then they end up with a big tattoo on their arm that says rebel. That was okay. <laughs> anyway, we guys like sorry, yes, sorry okay, guys. Excellent. Okay, we're doing that it again. Is what we're talking about. So um Wheel of Shame last week suggested for us Long Lost Family. Um, it was a show many seasons, season five. We decided to do season five, episode two. So I said to Kate, like, I, we kind of knew what it was going to be about. If it was TLC, Long Lost Family, we kind of read the synopsis. It was going to be about people. Excuse me. I'm yawning because we've been recording for about seven hours. Um, but it's been, um, it was about people that have been you know, probably adopted or adopted out and trying to find their birth parents. And I said to Kate, I was like, this is probably going to be really, really emotional. Like, this is going to be a lot, so buckle up. So we chose just one episode. Um, The season seems to be hosted by someone called Chris Jacobs and Lisa Lisa Joyner. They were both two individuals that had been adopted. And so they understood what it was to investigate and um, present people with their parents and their birth parents and kind of what all of that meant um in each episode you're given a couple of families and this episode kate we were given two families we were given given one uh, that was based in miami florida and one in west hills california um the episode that we chose with Raina in miami florida was very 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 tough um we had a woman that had come here from cuba extremely hard circumstances coming from cuba she had had several children um she had came to miami florida and she had children and um she had nothing i mean she couldn't speak the language she couldn't write the language she couldn't communicate she had got into uh drugs and she had several children. Um, and this woman, Raina, that's talking to us is the daughter of, of, of the woman. And she said, my mum came here and she tried to establish a life here, but she had no clue how hard it was. And escaping Cuba at that time because of the, obviously, because of all of the turmoil in Cuba and everything was taken away. Um, and then her and then her husband passed, right? And so she and didn't have that right. support either after she moved. I yeah, think it was like a year, a couple of years after getting here. Yeah, yeah. So she had a she had Raina, her daughter, which was I think four or five. She had a younger brother, and she had a brother that was a half brother that was like a year old. So her story was that my mother got very heavily involved with drugs. I mean, you can't imagine the situation of what these children were suffering. Yeah. Mother got into drugs, arrested, went to jail. And of course, there's no money for lawyers. There's no money for anything. The children were taken into state care. Um, And she said, my younger brother, who was only about a year at the time, this story is so incredibly destructive. You can't, we sit here, sometimes I sit there and I think, I complain about my life. And then you listen to this. Yeah. So she was taken into care because her mother was in jail. Her younger brother, who was a year old, was apparently given to her mother's boyfriend. So this child's biological father's parents 
then the parents apparently didn't couldn't look after him anymore and was just given to a woman that was a neighbor for six months. The police ended up being called because this woman couldn't take care of him. And he was put again in protective care and he was given to the state and adopted out. And so the mother gets out of jail and Raina says, I re, you know, reunited with my mother and my mother couldn't live with the guilt of the fact that this happened to her child. She searched for him. She went to all the places of these random, I mean, it was literally like he was just passed between random people in a family. And users and yeah. And they couldn't take care of him. So she says she searched people and searched people to try and find him. And she couldn't find him. And so every time it was his birthday, he she'd go into a deep depression. And I mean, the guilt you would carry because of your mistakes of getting into drugs and your mistake, which she was completely guilty of. It was her fault. She chose drugs. Right. She chose all of this. And she had three children. And these children were just scattered. And Raina is her um, child and a couple of two other sons that she grew up with. And they come to the show and they say, whatever happened to my half-brother? And they find him due to DNA. Yes. So they're talking about him and um, his name is uh, Alan? Elaine? Elaine. Elaine. And the... Who was hosting this one? The guy, Chris. And so he comes up with this DNA match to Raina and he's told it's like, okay, this, this is a half sibling. It's enough of a match that it's a half sibling, but it's a different birthday. And it's a different, the guy has a different name. His name is uh, Lazaro. Uh, Lazaro. Or Lazaro. God, I'm butchering everything. Um, And so they're like, okay, well, Chris is like, I'm get the host, Chris. He's like, I'm going to go and meet this guy and see if he can give more information or if we can find out what's going on with him. So he meets up with uh, Lazaro and yeah. he's like, okay, what's your story? And he's like, well, I was left at a hotel and found by a maid and put into a uh, the adoption uh i got adopted and he's like okay and this is your birth certificate it says january 1st 1989 or whatever and he's like yeah they just they measured me at the hospital they guessed my age and they just assigned me a birthday well i mean you you just so this is her brother. This is Raina's brother. He just has a different name and had a different birthday assigned to him. And so um, he's like, well, I am actually working with your sister, your half sister, and you have siblings and a mother that have been looking for you for 30 years and they want to meet you. So he's showing him photos and then he gives him a letter from his uh, sister, Raina. And um, it's just, the show is just very emotional. I was crying through pretty much the whole thing. Well, 
I will say that when we started to record this, guys, Kate had said to me, oh, you know, it's going to be a tough one because, you know, I was, I was like crying the most of this. And I said, hashtag save it for party, obviously, because we do not discuss the shows until we get on the, get on the pod. But I didn't cry through any of this. And usually I'm the one that, you know, both of us are bawling for everything. But I was so bored watching this. I, w- I don't know whether it was because I was sat with my friend that was dealing with such a loss and I had to watch this at her house. And we were like, fast forward, boring. Fa-. I was very callous through this. I will let you know, extremely callous. Un- I was unaffected by any of these people. Are you- I know- if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you serious? Hey, I'm sorry. I was like, oh, fast forward, done, next. I was a wreck. I was a wreck. Really? Yeah, I was crying. I was talking to my dog. I, I, I mean, I was... Sorry, Kate. I apologize profusely. It's okay. I... It was just... It was all these people i think I, mean, I was in a different state i literally was sat there with my friend bawling and we wanted something that was a distraction that's why we that were watching makes sense that Deep makes Blue sense Sea. that's why we we're watching nicholas cage movies you know right. and i said i'm not giving giving her anything to get her more emotional and i'm like yeah. blah 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 she lost her kid and it's so callous and so awful but I had to do it, I think, for protection. So yeah. I fast forwarded a lot of this, especially when we went toward the West Hills situation. And I went, okay, so they lost a kid and I met them. End of story. And I said to get, I turned around to my friend and I was like, so I fast forwarded through a lot of these episodes. I said, but what I'm going to do as I made my notes, then when I get and record with the party, I'm just going to say to Kate, and then what happened? And then that's it. So it, it just covers all my bases. It just yeah. covers all my bases. Okay, well, I was watching this, eating my Trader Joe's meal, crying, in, crying into it. Outstanding. The, I mean, that makes it's like too much sad in the moment. So I get that. But 
um, this mother, I mean, because eventually what happens is the the host meets with each of the parties and kind of tells them the information, gives them a letter from the other person and then and then is kind of like, okay, so they want to meet you. Do you want to meet them? And in this episode, everyone wanted to meet each other and they then show them reuniting. And I mean, the sister, yeah, she's tearing up. They're embracing. Oh, my brother, like I've always wondered about you. And then the mom comes in and she is, I mean, this was the biggest emotional reaction we saw on this episode. She has been holding in this pain for 30 years of losing her baby. And she just lets out this like guttural scream of like, just finally, finally, I found you. And it's, it's kind of funny because she keeps saying like, que lindo, que lindo. Like, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. And she's telling her other kids, like, he's the most handsome one of all of you. And um, just embracing him and like. I don't know. It was a lot. And so then um, they meet his family, his adoptive family, and they are super nice. And they're also Cuban. So he grew up Cuban, you know, surrounded by Cuban culture. And um, they all just like group hug and it's a great happy ending. Um, Okay. So this other story in the episode was pretty interesting. Yes. Um, We meet this guy. Sean and we find out that he got married he just had a kid a couple years ago and it made him want to know his family history because he was adopted and this prompts him to look up his family tree he finds out that his birth mother was also adopted and so he ends up going to he contacts one of his cousins or something and he goes to a family reunion of his mother's birth family and they're like well what do you know about your mom and because they didn't know about her and um he's like well I don't know I don't know who she is I you know she put me up for adoption too and so then um basically it turns out that his birth his maternal grandfather Tony was married and had an affair with this woman Josie and they had a kid who is Sean's mom and then uh they ended up they put her this baby up for adoption and then Tony went back to his wife and tried to make it work for four years they got divorced he went back to Josie they got married and were together until the day he died and just never had never had any more kids and like no one knew about Sean's mom and so um, basically his whole thing is like, he didn't get to meet his grandma, Josie before she passed away. And he just doesn't want to continue this cycle. Like he wants all the secrets to be revealed and to meet his mom and everything like that. And for her to meet her family. And so they find his mom, Amy. She was 19 when she got pregnant with him And she had broken up with the boyfriend months before she found out she was pregnant. She had a loving, supporting family. She went to them and they decided the best thing was for her to um, give the baby up for adoption so that uh, he could have the life that um, 
the great life that she had had upbringing Mm -hmm. and support. And so, um, she put him up for adoption. They actually were brought to the same like adoptive center, the son and the mom, like years and years apart. And, um, he got adopted by this great family and they meet up. They look exactly alike. He introduces his mom to her, um, her brother, her half brother, Brian and her aunt, Mary Jane. And her aunt is like, I was best friends with your mom. And like, you know, she's, she's with us now and they embrace and then they all, you know, are going to be in each other's lives. So it was like really great endings, all these families reuniting. And it was, I just, I mean, it's a hard show because I mean, there were many, many episodes. I think we were, like we said, we did season five. Um, and I kind of went through them to see. I picked this one particularly because it was like, there's a lot of mystery or there was something about, you know, there's a lot of them are really, really heavy. Like if you're mm-hmm. watching them, it is about women that were just utterly abandoned by men. They may have been very very young and had an affair with and the men just walked away they had their family they had power they had money um there were people that were just sat there saying i have no idea who i am and it is such adoption i think what it did for me is that um you know, adoption is such a a beautiful thing when it's right. When there are there are so many people that are desperate in this world to have children, and maybe biologically or whatever, cannot with their same sex or whether they are a different sex, but biologically they just cannot have children, and they can give these beautiful homes to these wonderful children, and there are just so many children that need homes. And I think that the realization of how many children need homes, one, is very is very stark and very depressing. And I think secondly is also that you can uh, thankfully be adopted and be brought up in this beautiful home, but those questions will never go away. They will never. I think the you cannot escape the fundamental fact that someone that they gave birth to you gave you to someone else, and it could have been the most most excruciating but full of love reason because she was a sixteen year old girl that had no options. She didn't want to do it, but she had to. But whatever the reason is is you don't know that and you are a child growing up saying the person that birthed me gave me up and i think it just it this show shows how the psychological damage is so extensive it's true it's a really complicated it is thing and it, it can go really right and everything's hunky dory or sometimes it goes really wrong and people end up in bad situations. So it's, it's a heavy topic. Um, yeah. These, these had happy endings, but there was also a yeah. lot of sadness in the stories yeah. and 
um, I guess I would say, I mean, rating it. Yeah, where are we doing, what are we doing with rating this, Kate? For me, it's like, this is not a show I could just let play for hours and watch episode after episode. But I would say if you want, you know, a deep family story and you want to have a good cry, (laughs) put it on. Yeah, and and also it puts in perspective, like whether you come from a – shitty family relationship whether you come from a you may be very lucky and have these fantastic parents that brought you up whether they were adopted or whether it was step or whether they whatever kind of nuclear family um you could see how lucky you are because there are a lot of people out there that are searching and i think that's what resonated with me is that we're just searching to find our roots our identity or something. And I cannot, I am not adopted and I cannot speak for somebody um, that is, but it must, what it, what it did to me is resonate how alien that feeling must be for someone, because I cannot say I understand it, but to search for someone, to search for someone that biologically gave birth to you is, it's not something I can imagine, but I do empathize with a, a huge desire for that. So yeah. I think that, um, yeah, like you say, Kate, if we're rating this, we rate every show from zero to 600 in ode of 600 pounds life on uh, TLC. And we really want to know like, if, if anyone is learning anything, right, from the learning channel, from TLC. And I think with this, Kate, I would give this, it was not a show that I would revisit, just emotionally it's extremely intense like you say it's not a laundry show we do have some shows that are laundry shows you fold your laundry you have your tlc you have your my secret obsession in the background this is not one of these these are ones kate you're right you've had a shitty fucking week at work you have your boss who you cannot communicate with you cannot talk to you're in floods of tears leaving work and you go home and you're like i just want to cry and i don't know how to cry you can put this on and you'll cry so I'm going to give this 450. I'll do 475. There we go. There we go, guys. Long lost family. Very informative. And a lot of people have found a huge amount of healing from this. And I think you do learn a lot about considering adoption and being adopted. So, um, yes, it was a bit heavier. So, Kate, what we're doing is right now we're in Austin. We're in Los Angeles. It's a cool balmy night the palm trees are flowing right right outside my window there's something we need to do together kate Mm -hmm. and what we need to do is head over to the wheel of shame (laughs) guys we're at the wheel of shame we just we mosey it on over through the June bugs and the mint juleps and everything that I idealize about the South and living on a in a porch in someone's ranch. That's what I that's 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 where I am. Um we are at the wheel of shame. So we had a it, it was a heavy it was a heavy load the last one. What are you yeah. feeling, Kate? Hmm. Alien, supernatural, 
or everything that's going on with our government right now that would be nice alien yeah i think that would be good if i get some chip gains bullshit i'm gonna throw my computer out the window okay we're not gonna get that we're gonna get I did have actually, we had one of our listeners, one of our darling listeners say, guys, when you need to get sister wives, because the new, the new season, Kate, of sister wives is going to start. And by the way, we broke, we, that's what helped us go viral is that we broke the news that we got from a very secret source of what was going to happen in the season. So we yeah i don't know that's a whole new season to go so guys let's just go into the wheel of shame it gives us what we need to have three two one spoon come on kate give us some good give us some good i'm not looking i'm not looking please please um we have okay, Kate. I need you to Google this because we have something that I feel is exactly the same that we just covered. Oh, what is it? It's called My DNA Mystery. Mm. I know. So immediately, I'm thinking this is something that is going to be about. I found out I had twelve siblings. I'm hoping it may be something off. Kate, I may even I may even cancel this out if it's the same thing as we just did because we're not doing this two weeks in a row about lost families and searching. If if it's a it, DNA, like oh, okay. I did my DNA and I found out I'm related to Ted Bundy, I'm in. But if it's not, it it looks like a one off, and yeah, it says a DNA detective digs into the past to find a young woman's real father. Let's do something. All right, else. we're getting. What did you say? Can we do something else? That's like the we're same doing thing. it. We're getting rid of it. We're getting rid of it, guys. We don't do this often, but we have to do it. You know, sometimes the wheel of shame gives us stuff, and we just go. It's it's quality control for the potty. We can't do an episode yeah. that's like the same exact show. Basically, no. Okay, so we're going to spin again, guys. Are you ready? We're going three, two, one. Do alien. All right, spinning, guys. Come on, please. If it gives us something that is exactly the same as before that will be an issue oh okay this is very tlc very tlc discover i think this is discovery plus moonshiders and i genuinely think this is like duck dynasty or whatever i think this is one of these episodes it's like the backwoods of west virginia and these people make moonshine and it has become this insanely popular reality tv show moonshiners kate what have you found with research fearless men and women keep the tradition of craft whiskey alive extreme jobs and i'm looking at the still from the first episode and it's a man a man in overalls with no shirt and it says tim and his partner tickle (laughs) search appalachia it's appalachia (gasps) Uh uh-oh uh oh, okay, okay, guys. If you want to go to Soft White Underbelly on YouTube and search Appalachian Families, I'm gonna leave it at that. But um, there's twelve seasons. Yeah, they've become what they've done is this, and you know, I'm not gonna go back. But this is what Bev, um, Beverly, the Bethany is fighting for. 
This is all reality TV. These people are living in the Appalachian Mountains with no education, no funding, nothing. And a TV crew comes and goes, we're going to put you on a reality TV show. They don't know what they're signing and they get completely exploited and their lives are shown. And then ding-dongs like you and I watch it all and review it for more ding-dongs that listen to us. But this is what Bethany's fighting for. These people, are their lives are being shown on TV, but they really don't even have the education to understand what's going on. These people. And I may be speaking out of this, term, but this is what I You've thought. heard of this show? I've definitely heard of Moonshiners. It's like Duck Dynasty with people that go and kill animals, which is disgusting, which I would never watch. But those Duck Dynasty people are making millions of dollars because they... I'm out. Woo! According to Screen Rant, Popcorn Sutton, their name's Pauline. Popcorn. There's a guy named Popcorn. Hmm. I mean, this will be something different. I mean, we asked for something different besides an adoption one. We have not. You know what I find weird, Kate? And like we say, guys, we do discuss how the wheel of shame giveth and taketh away. It gives us what we need and when we need it. And Kate and I have been calling for a a couple of rounds now, a couple of weeks, months, month and a half. Kate and I have said paranormal, paranormal, paranormal. We've got nothing. I think the Wheel of Shame is so magical. We're getting in spooky season, guys. We're going through August. It's summer. It's hot. They're like, we're not doing this right now. Wheel of Shame is like, we're not doing this right now. The second we get into September and October, we're full on spook. We're full on spook. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Right now, it's just like, let's get these kookadooks going. So we'll do kookadooks, we'll cover them, and then we'll go into spookadooks. Sounds like a plan. All right, guys. So, thank you so much for listening to us uh, talk shit. Um, as we know, we just want to kind of go over housekeeping of um, everything. This week was a little bit odd, um, but obviously, you listened to us on a Wednesday, and today we released our Wheel of Shame episode, which you're listening to right now, um, and our episode uh, covering ninety day before ninety day fiance before the ninety days. On Friday, we will be covering Bravo shows. So we have our um, Real Housewives of Orange County, Real Housewives of New York, um, A Crappy Lake. We kind of kind of cover a lot of that on a Friday episode. And then every other Friday, we also cover um, Kate and I pick a documentary that we will deep dive into. It could be uh, Aliens, Unsolved Crimes, paranormal pop culture that is only available to our subscribers if you would like to subscribe we have all our back catalog as well so you can sit if you're listening right now maybe you're listening in your car maybe you're driving to work maybe you are at work and you have your ear pod in and you're ignoring your boss and you're getting on with some work and you just want to listen to some potties and listen to kate and i talk shit um i've been there I did that all the time, having my earpod in, just listen to podcasts. Um, you can sign up to our exclusive subscriber content and you will get our backlog. So you could listen to all of the stuff we've spoken about before and all of the stuff that's only available to our subscription. So you go into the feed that you're looking at right now. You'll see episodes that say subscribe only. Click on that. 
Put your details in five bucks a month and you'll get two extra episodes a month. Kate and I ramble for a very long time. So I really appreciate that. But um, we just want to say thank you so much for everything. You all are dream boats. Every single message we get, every DM we get, every email we get, it just makes us smile more and more. And you respond to all of, I love how you respond to our stories, how you respond to our posts. And you DM us on Instagram at 10 to Love and Care Podcast, our email, 10 to Love and Care Pod. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, you're all the best. We appreciate you more than you know. Thank you for being here. Um, like Polly said, you can subscribe um, for our bonus content either in the feed. You can go to Patreon and get it there as well if you'd like. Search for us there. And um, something that's free to do that helps us a lot is to tell a friend about the show, text them about the show, send them a link, whatever you got to do. And yeah, follow us on Instagram, Tender Love and Care Podcast, and we will see you soon. We will indeed. Thank you so much. Love, love, love. Bye.